up, cool safe chicks? It's your girl Day. I'm Denisa. This is Lauren. And I'm Ayana. And you're tuned into Saved Girl Secrets. Now, before we get this popping, this is the disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed in this show <laughs> are the views and opinions of us only. Yes. Us. Us. No company, no church. No one is liable for anything. That is said on today's podcast, outside of the people who express them out of their minds. Sade Presley, Lauren Wells, Ayana Abaka, and Denisa Hayes. Yes. Period. These are our views. Period, Pooh. <laughs> Period. So, of course, it's the Save Girl Secrets, and we talk about things that most Christian women and platforms may not want to publicly admit or talk mm-hmm. about. And this week, what that means is we have to address what's been happening just on the church circuit. Just in reference to this election, in reference mm-hmm. to, um, I'm going to go ahead and say it, blatant racism and mm-hmm. bigotry. It's been... It's been a long week. It's been a long week. Mm-hmm. A long, long week. And so, in particular, the thing that we were calling into question today mm-hmm. um, was the video that pretty much went viral of Paula White basically... Um, she said she was praying in tongues. We... That is... <laughs> yet to be determined by God, I guess. But she was praying and then she began to summon angels from Africa saying Summon is a good word. Brazil too or something. It was Africa and somewhere else. Yeah, it was other places. Saying that they were on their way. Yeah. Um, To intervene in the the election mm -hmm. results. Right. And this is before the election results were announced. Yes. I believe. I think so. This is in the beginning. Because it was before the final numbers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so... I mean, I guess I'll start off. I think the the thing for me is I wasn't as upset about like, of course, I'm upset. I'm like, this is this is ma'am. But underneath all of that, at my core, it was kind of like we are making the church look crazy. Yes. Yep. I think that's what was most upsetting to me is it's like at this point, Christianity to people who are not Christians, we look it's crazy, foolish, like a joke. Mm-hmm. And. I feel like the church is becoming more and more divided. Um, we can go through scriptures after scripture where in the word it says that God is not affiliated with a political party or a political agenda. Um, but people are, are really rallying that God is for one side or the other. But God is for Christ and mm-hmm. grace and yeah. love and mm-hmm. peace and the fruits of the spirit. So mm-hmm. I just feel like right now we are in a very, very, very tumultuous time in history where when they talk about like the great falling away and people kind of turning away from church and religion and all of these things that it's going to come from a lot of people in high places who are preaching things that are not rooted in the word Mm -hmm. so but how did you guys feel when you heard it or when you saw it i know for me when i first saw it i was like what but um i've had my my questions or side eyes about paula white personally um where did those come from the last name uh, no (laughs) no 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 no. i'm not gonna i'm not y'all know i'm pro-black everything but i'm not gonna get on that no it was lauren that was good that was good (laughs) no it was actually um when i when i saw that she was backing trump during the first election um i'll just be completely honest i don't I don't necessarily agree. And now for me, I will use this disclaimer. Um, For me, I am not originally from the United States. I am a legal, legal 
legal. <laughs> you said, because you said illegal at first. No, I said I am a legal. Oh, a legal. Yes, so okay, I had okay, to okay. say legal. <laughs> I am a legal resident. I have a permanent residency green card. So um, I don't have my citizenship yet. So I cannot legally vote in the United States as of yet. But my husband and I, I'm not my husband. He was born in the U.S. He's a U.S. citizen. He votes every election, every midterm, all of that type of stuff. And a lot of our views do line up with the Republican Party. A lot of, you know, certain views. However, however. I'm on somebody. Right. Um, you know, especially the past election when Donald Trump was, you know, elected as president. There are a lot of things when it comes to the Republican Party that I don't agree with. I don't agree with as a woman, especially that you should be able to control a woman's reproductive organs and what she does with it and how she does anything or whatnot. Um, right. I don't agree with abortion, but I also don't agree with trying to control someone's views and opinions and ideas and how they control their body. Because yeah. Jesus was not a controller. He yeah. I mean, but the thing that frustrates me even about that conversation is... I was talking to somebody and they were like, yeah, like either you're you're pro-abortion or you're pro-life. And I was like, that's not true. That's right. not true. I was like, because I can be pro-choice, meaning that everybody at this table gets to choose what's for them. Mm -hmm. And I'm anti-abortion, meaning that I wouldn't have an abortion I, myself. Yeah, exactly. Right. So you just because you're pro-choice does not mean, mean pro-abortion. Yeah. And there was another because um, Sylvester and I were watching some videos earlier this week and there was another minister. His name may come up later on. He blatantly said in a video that if you agree with abortion or if you have any type of siding of it or saying you're pro-choice, murder is on your hands. And I was like, wait a minute. What happened to what happened to grace? You know, because as far as I know, when Jesus died on that cross, when he went and died on that cross, everything like everything after that. If someone were, so you're telling me that if someone made a decision, and I'm speaking from personal, my mom had an abortion when she, it was before my brother, no, it was after my brother, it was after my Some brother. Some of these people should have been abortion. It was after my brother, she was in a very abusive marriage, and she says she did not want to bring another child into that marriage. Now, that was her views and opinions at that time. I think she was still under 21, right. um, you know, or whatnot. So that is that was her views and opinions. And it happened. But you're not going to sit there and tell me that God is still persecuting her at 60 something years old based off of a decision that she made at 20. But I mean, but not even that. It's just that. So there's there's a couple of things that I've, I've noticed, especially with the dispensation that we're leaving with the new. Um, president that's coming in now mm -hmm. so i found out like even with trump in terms of dang and i wasn't trying to say his name on the on the episode but whatever um, 45 45 mm -hmm. um with him coming in initially there was a space where churches could not back politicians exactly. churches could not come out and be like oh i'm for this person and he changed the laws but but she from what i know she was publicly his spiritual advisor from yeah. jump right yeah, but, but i mean i feel like there's there's this and i mean we're christian women but there's this assertion that everyone 
who is in this country has to fall up under and be forced into a space of obeying rules, laws and regulations set by something that they may not even be a part of. Exactly. So I'm thinking about even people who are not Christians. You think about the United States of America being founded for Mm -hmm. people who came here so that they could practice their religion Mm -hmm. freely. And see, that's my issue as well. When, when the church and certain spiritual leaders are trying to come into this argument, especially now. Um, well it is some videos that we did see that was from four years ago that I was like, dang, I didn't even know like some spiritual leaders that we know of and somehow associated with where four years ago, they were saying certain things backing up 45. Like CC Wyman's. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I know she. I didn't know that. Yes. Sips tea. Okay, not so, the bomb. Yeah. So my issue is, mm. like, with the church inserting themselves into into the election process and also basically judging people, I'm like, how does that look to people who are not saved? And that's my thing. Like that bothers me. Like we look ridiculous right now. If I, like Sylvester and I were talking, it was like it's crazy because if we weren't Christians, I wouldn't want to be one. I wouldn't want to be one. That's true. And if I wasn't spiritually grounded in a certain place, I would be like, you know what? I'm just gonna chill over here. You yeah. know, like it's a lot. It's it's been when I say it's been an interesting week. It's been a lot mentally as a Christian, as a leader in the space. Like it, it's a lot because it's like I am very conflicted because I'm like, what happened to love? Right. Like what happened to extending grace onto others? What like, happened every, to using your Bible? Exactly. Everything that we preach, it seemed like it it's went out there. the window. It went out the door and that don't matter no more. And now you convicting and persecuting people because they don't want to back somebody. Then first of all, he's not a Christian. I'm just going to say it. Like there is nothing morally about this person that you can sit there and look at and be like. He was the one that said two Corinthians, right? Yes. <laughs> Two Corinthians, like, like character wise, but this, I, I will send y'all the video offline. If y'all want to watch it, y'all want to watch it. This particular spiritual leader, evangelical was basically, they were trying to prophesy and say that it is a prophecy of him being in office, but they were using things like, well, the the year he was born, it was a blood moon that year. So and so, which one is? Because you're dabbling in a whole nother thing right now. Sound like no, them, uh, blood moon is in the Bible out. too. It yeah, is. Blood moon is in the, in the Bible. But I was like, okay, how many other old white men was born on that same year with that blood moon? Or black people? Or, or anybody? Or, or yeah, anybody? You know? So I'm like. I, I'm and you know so they were trying to line it up with numbers and there's certain things like that and I'm like so based off of that you're saying because I ain't hear nothing about Holy Spirit said I heard numbers I heard based off of blood moons and such and such and this that and the third either way I mean it's just as a Christian person you you're in the world but not of the world so either way it's kind of like you know we don't revolve around what's happening. If you feel like something is going contrary to the will and the word of God, then you pray and, exactly. you, and you believe 
God, that change will be made and you use the wisdom of God to make a decision to do what's needed to be done in the physical. So whether that's praying to God like God, give me wisdom on who it is I should vote for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Then, and then that's the prerogative. It's not a, a space where you have to impose your position onto somebody else because God doesn't even do that. Mm-hmm. That's what I wish would have happened in the church. I exactly. think it was a lot of opinions from the pulpit, which... Mm-hmm can be really really toxic because you have a lot of people voicing their opinions and being an influence to a whole congregation of people yeah and that was what was troubling to me was that paula white decided that she was going to use her platform mm-hmm. to call some angel in africa I, I don't even know who that is but to call an angel from africa to produce i guess or change the the votes, the votes at that time to be pro-trump and that to me was problematic mm-hmm. i felt like if you when you accept the responsibility of being a clergyman of some sort, you're then respect. You're then accepting the responsibility to kind of. I hate to say be neutral in, in in instances with political views and things of that sort, but I definitely believe that when you're in front of people, as long as it doesn't go against the standard of what the word says, or it doesn't go against what God is instructing us to do, I think you need to just have a neutral. This is just my opinion. I feel like you should have a neutral stance to say, okay, do what it is that the Lord is directing you to do, and that and being a spirit, literally being a spiritual advisor that's literally how it was before four years ago like i have never heard this much input because it was illegal into the election process well i think i I think part of the problem too is you have social media now social media now is so heavy but obama when i mean he did but it was social media wasn't where it was now like it was kind of tapping into where it was becoming or Mm -hmm. what it is now Mm -hmm. but back then social media was not at the level of where it is now I think part of the problem or part of the issue was at the time the two people that you had running needed some other backing there was a need for it because their integrity was questionable how they conduct themselves is questionable so it was a need for someone to publicly say I back and I vouch and I can say that I'm a spiritual leader to this person to make the are, nation are more Trump years ago Perfect. Trump and, yeah, absolutely. and Clinton it, so I mean, it was but being a spiritual advisor to somebody is different than coming out and full out endorsing a candidate like being able to contribute funds to a candidate being able to have their collateral in your place of worship like prior to four years ago that was illegal and I I feel like there is also a lot of spiritual manipulation because like Lauren was saying, you're getting in front of your congregations and you're saying certain things like if you back this party or you back this pre- this um, candidate, uh, blood is on your hands. Like that's an issue to me. Yeah, it was to me. It was. And I don't. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Denise. I felt like I cut Denise off. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you this, go. No, go ahead. OK, because to me, it was like it wasn't. I'm not going to just say it was Paula White. It was Kenneth Copeland. Mm-hmm. He was rubbing me all the way the wrong mm-hmm. way. Um, and I had said, and I, I sent it to you all, but I saw a video, you know, prior, actually it was prior to the whole Paula White thing. So for me, it was like I was getting hit back to back to back mm-hmm. about people in the faith or like prominent people in the faith that was voicing opinions or having, um, I guess, issues, I guess, with personal lives, because we're going to call him spade a spade. Hill, the, the minister from Hillsong. Oh, that Carlin. Sh- yeah, Carlin. That shortly came after. John Gray wasn't too long ago. John Gray. Was, I mean, it's, he had it's, just come out with an apology last week, too. Which I thought was kind of random. 
That's true. It's been they a lot of foolishness around the church. Yeah, that's, no, that's true. Like that's real. Honest. That's real. The Lindsays did have the, their scandal I just as like well. What she said, "Keep it a stack." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's true. That's real. Like they did seriously. So I really feel like that's what's been troubling to me because it's like back to back to back. Mm-hmm. Like the church is getting hit so Hard. strong, and it's not like we can we can meet up on Sunday, work this thing out, and then we back to our normal lives. We literally are not able to connect with one another. So it's like you have all of this stuff in the atmosphere right. and you're dealing with it. Navigating by yourself sometimes. Literally. And it's like, man, like you, I just don't really know. Like to Ayana's point, I, I'm not going to lie. The one that y'all call super churchy, like I was sitting in my, my place and I was just like, yo, like this is looking crazy. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. this is really looking crazy. So I honestly had to get into like a posture of just thanking God for allowing me to be wise enough to know that I can never follow a man that I can never get myself attached to a man that I lose sight of my faith Mm -hmm. because I mean even I'm going to be honest like recently I've been really heavy on Michael Todd and I think Michael Todd he's a dope guy I like I like the way he he delivers his work he got too many props for me but I like him (laughs) he but that's the way but the Lord the Lord told his stories through parables he tells his stories through props right so but I mean but even in that I just with everything that's going, it ain't nothing, ain't no slack to Michael Todd or anything. But it's like I can't get, I can't get too attached to you too, brother, because I don't. You just you never just know. know. You never know. Yeah. So for I, me, I it's agree. like I think that's why it's so important for me to pick up my own word, for me to yes. be invested in my own word, for me to minister to myself, for me to encourage myself, and that too builds relationship. Mm-hmm. I yeah. feel like a lot of times when we think about faith we think that relationship starts with your minister having a personal relationship with your pastor i don't i mean i love pastor dollar that's yeah, my minister that's same. my pastor but we don't have but, a personal relationship yeah i, ain't got no, I mean no I, I mean i just i respect what he does you know from the pulpit but in the end of the day my relationship started with christ right that's that's where was the foundation of it yeah. when i was in jacksonville it was always christ when i was in gainesville it was always christ when i was in china it was always christ mm-hmm. now when i'm in atlanta it's still christ yeah. right. and so that is the thread for me so for me it's like I have to keep in mind with everything that's being like attacked against the church number one I realize it is attacked of the, of the enemy it, it is coming against coming against and the and church and it's and it's and it what it shows me to your point Lauren is like that there are people in such high positions of power that are being attacked in a way where they're not able to adequately combat the attacks and it is flowing out into just the world for everybody to see and you know what's crazy a lot of the attacks are similar yeah a lot of them mirror each other a lot of them deal with issues from their past it goes back to the quote that i've always said on this show the enemy the enemy attacks you where he was last successful successful. and any any attack that i'm looking for or that i'm looking at regarding the church is dealing with politics is dealing with racism is dealing with infidelity is dealing with money um and all of that to me is an attack that's always been a topic of conversation if church. we gonna keep it real a lot of deacons and deaconess infidelity I heard it, yeah. it you know in yeah. church you know it's like it's just like it's a lot of things that were already go ahead I was gonna say but it's almost how in the word like I was studying and it was showing how there's certain positions that certain demons go for like there's certain 
territories that demons are assigned to and so it's like a lot of times like as a person who's teaching the word of God and like you said your relationship is with God and your pastors your preachers and all of those are there to help you rightly divide the word Mm -hmm. so that you can continue on in your relationship but that's not who your relationship is with Mm -hmm. but a lot of times those territories have demons that are assigned to them but the thing that confuses me is it's like if you know like you know that you know that the demons are coming for you and I mean I mean I guess it's a question for me too because it's, it's some demons that come for me and I still fall in the traps so I mean it's just it's it is mind-boggling and it's as angry as I want to be and I said this to my mom the other day and she was like ah, 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 I ain't trying to hear that I was like I feel bad like I feel bad for these pastors that have fallen into the trap I feel bad for these pastors who have had demons that have come in and infiltrated and allowed them to spew something that is not of God into a large platform to deter people who would have come to Christ sometimes otherwise if they had not heard what was said. And it it, it, it hurts my heart because it's like I see these people who held mantles who underneath the surface of it all are good at rightly dividing the word but has been impacted by an attack that they didn't combat in the correct way. And it resulted in what we're seeing. Yeah. For me, you know how people be like, it's the something for me. It's the something for me. It's the lack of humility for me. That's what it is. Because it's like, if you are going through something and we've addressed, hey, sis, that didn't come out right. And you still coming at us. Well, you got my number. You got my number. I got over 6,000 numbers. You could have called me. And I was like, yo, like, and is that right. really, is that really the response? At this point in their lives, they are so up here in their head yeah. and so disconnected. Um, I remember, I will never forget something Sade said. And she was saying that what some people, saying? you were saying that some people, you know, like, I guess when it comes to position and power and money, they are so because they're so used to having a certain lifestyle, you know, it's like they can't connect with like me and you and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So they're not looking at like the thing. I think the most the great the thing that really bothers me out of this whole argument situation, all of that is the fact that you as a pastor minister can back someone that has not uh, denounced um, white supremacists, racism and whatnot. And then, but you have black people in your congregation that, or black people that are submitting to your leadership on your leadership team or whatnot. Or somebody who literally has been to court and paid people off for sexual assault more than 25 times. I think you ha- we have to look at the bigger picture because oh, one, okay. it's not just God. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, that's real too, but I'm serious. <laughs> You can look it up. At, at this the point. end of the day, a lot of the people that you're speaking about, if you think about the broader perspective, how they benefit aside from Christ, they have businesses, they have other things. That's that what I'm saying. saying. Like they're favor, so right? disconnected. And one, we got to get out of this whole mindset. And y'all have touched on it the whole conversation. Uh, a lot of people like to spew that like Republicans are Christians and therefore Christ and Democrats are and not. First not. of all, God is not in any party. Mm-mm. Like, because if you're gonna keep it real, you can say, oh, they they kind of go with God's values a little bit more than this party. That doesn't exist in God's view. It's either you believe or you don't believe. There's not, oh, this party agrees with me ten percent more than this, so you should vote this way. Mm-hmm. But that's, that's absolutely ridiculous. But I think that's honestly that's how we try. That's how we move as a people. I agree, and that's, and that's the how danger. The systems that we're that's set the up danger. So yeah, mentally. for sure. Right. Right. And I think sometimes Christians, because I've been seeing this whole conversation of God would never let, you know, Biden in office or God. Would not. First of all, God is not voting. 
okay we have free will we decide as a people and the danger is we think that we're so important and we're so this or we're so that that we're casting these votes when it goes yeah. back to the source of who we believe and we, who forget, we trust we forget it was the, the children of Israel who, who is, voted for Jesus to go to the cross honestly the politics was such a distraction listen that's it right there Oh, that's it. Oh, oh, that's it. No, I say that because we were we were having a conversation. Like when I tell you, I am so thankful that I have somebody in the house for my sanity. And then also, I could not wait till we get to this table. Like when you said, "Oh, we need to talk about it," I was like, "Yes," because I need, I need some people to. Okay, this is one thing that we said. We said first of all, Nisa. I did it. It seems like these evangelicals think that United States is Israel. And United States ain't Israel. And they, they, they follow the fashion of, it's like, oh, United States is this holy trinity of a place. And, but I'm like, y'all need to get back to, we, we have so much uh, uh, stuff to unroot. And we, so, to, and first of all, to repent for, because the way y'all, y'all act like United States is this holy land and so innocent and so pure, but look, slavery. Yeah. What y'all do to other countries every single day? If they don't agree and align with your views and rules and whatever, if they Muslim, they 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 satanic. How you gonna? I we got two different religions. Okay, cool. Why can't you just respect that person for what they believe in? And why I, can't you do what the word says? Exactly. Is that what you're asking? Exactly. Why can't you do what the word says? But then they twist and manipulate the word. Right. Like they and did ma- for slaves. Exactly. Okay. For slavery. Yeah. Listen. Listen for slavery, twist and manip. It's just a whole bunch of manipulation. And then these evangelicals sit here and they're trying to manipulate it even more. And that's bothering me. It's, it's so much manipulation. And then, but people are feeding into it. But that's why, going back to the episode, it just dawned on me. That's why, whenever we talk about white privilege and we have these other conversations about why they don't get it, it's because they have people in their pulpits that are manipulative that aren't giving them the word that's why that's why that's why it's not even really they're not giving them the word i told i told my mom i was talking to my mom about it and i i really think one of the one of the most powerful scriptures in the in the word is that says um that people perish because of the lack of knowledge Mm -hmm. and i feel like a lot of times we are we don't know Mm. it's not that it's not that we're intentionally trying to do this or that we're intentionally trying to um, be combative. I'm talking about the congregation. Mm-hmm. That's, I'm not talking about the ministers because they're okay, supposed yeah. to know. Yeah, yeah. They're they supposed I, to yeah, know. I was like, I'm not yeah. talking about the minister. I'm talking about the congregation, the people who are actually receiving the words mm-hmm. that are being you know, spoken to them. Mm-hmm. I think the issue is, is that we're not investing in the word ourselves. No. And we're not receiving the knowledge ourselves. The Bible, let me tell you how I'm, I'm gonna give y'all a little tip about how I study the word. Go for ahead, me, for me, it it I opened up my word. Yes, I opened up my word. I may read the scripture. But if there's a word in the scripture that I don't understand. You gotta look that up. I look that up. Or if I read the scripture and I say, hmm, okay, that was that was interesting how they, especially that King James version, boy, they be poetic. And I'd be like, okay, so I don't really get how, okay. So then I go to the NLT. Come on now. Okay, so then if the NLT doesn't really, you know, clarify what it is that the word is saying, then I pick up the message. And then if that doesn't, then I want to see what other people have interpreted from that scripture. I look yeah. up other revelations from ministers or other revelations from books or other revelations from lectures. And that is how you study. And that is increasing my knowledge. I will say, in me doing that, sometimes the revelations aren't great. 
I'm not telling you every revelation. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. Oh, no, 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 that's but fair. I appreciate that honesty because there's a lot of people that catch one revelation, like y'all, you, that mess that you sent us the other day. Catch one revelation. What mess? What I said? It was somebody's story. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, okay, you okay. catch one revelation and then you go run and try to preach that. But I appreciate you being honest because it's been some stuff that I was like, you know, because I remember when I didn't have a full understanding of grace, right? Yeah. And I was thinking this one deep, deep, deep thing, and then, but I, I kept it to myself for mm-hmm. years. And See, then, and I mean, there's a blessing in keeping it to yeah. yourself. <laughs> and then when my pastor started talking about grace and started breaking certain started things clicking down, for you. I was like, oh, That's I it. was wrong mm-hmm. here, but I was right here. So let me bring these two things together. But let, let me t- let me tell you something, too, that's very important when you are studying the word. It is the jotting down of everything that you're receiving as you're reading, because as you go from source to source, you're going to lose sight of what it is that you've read. Right. Or you're going to lose sight of a revelation, especially if God gives you something mm-hmm. that that's, that's a hint as to what he's trying to show you in that word. Yeah. And God shows you things at different intervals. He, you can read the same scripture five different times and get five different revelations. But you have to jot down what it is that God is speaking to you right. so that you can go back and go back to that source. For, for me, that is the issue I feel a lot of times in the congregation or the church, churchy people, as I would say, is, is that we oftentimes get caught up on the emotions of it. It mm-hmm. sounds so great when the minister says it from the pulpit. We do our two-step. We hit our praise break. We out the door. We say, girl, that word was good. Yeah. And then we leave it at that. We don't ever pick it back up to research it or, or obtain more knowledge concerning what it is that the Lord had, had yeah. given to us mm-hmm. at that moment in time. And so we get caught up. We literally get caught up in a tumbleweed of knowledge of one person saying one thing, of another person saying this other thing, of another person saying this other thing. And then we try and present that and we sound crazy and we look crazy. And I think literally that's where we are now. And it's so sad because it's like, like what we said earlier, we looking crazy out here. And And the crazy thing is that God is just so good. Like it is, it is a disservice to the fact that the God that we serve, like, oh like what you're talking about right now, Lauren, is like, it's a living word. Like mm-hmm. it's a, it's a, if we all read the same scripture, God is going to speak through the Holy Spirit to all of us differently. differently. For sure. Like it's God breathed. Like that's what the Bible is. So it's so crazy to me that they're making the relationship that we have that is literally as a human being, the most important relationship that you ever could have in a lifetime. Look null and void it's a bunch of gatekeepers and it's it's sad because it deters some people from ever wanting to have that relationship mm-hmm. but i but I, I also do believe like that there has to be hope in the fact that god is the type of god there's always hope where he's mm-hmm. going to get the glory out of this yep. like where there may be a falling away of you know some of the people who are out here just talking craziness but there's gonna be an and an ignition I want to say ignition but like an igniting of people who want to know God for themselves as you say that's Bible that actually is the word where Mm -hmm. there's a great falling away and there's there's Mm -hmm. a great coming together yeah you know so that's I feel like we're living in that because it's a lot of leaders where I'm like I'm just sitting there waiting like all right Lord yep 
I'm so glad you said that because to me it's it's looking like a purge. Mm-hmm. I literally was thinking that she yeah. said it. It's like li- it's still gonna fall away, but that's because he needs to he bring put people in position. He is literally uh, uh, my my pastor used to say back home. He used to say he's literally changing the guards. Like if mm-hmm. y'all ever the gatekeepers, yeah. yeah, yeah the if gatekeepers. you ever if you if you ever have some free time, look at the changing of guards mm-hmm. on YouTube in London. It when I tell you it is yeah. a powerful thing. Yep. That's what literally I'm seeing spiritually that is happening. Yep. Happening. It's not that the people that you know the scandals that may have happened the worst and they may have said yeah it's terrible and it definitely made us feel some type of way but that had to happen in order for the lord to change the guards mm-hmm. and so i feel like us as a people we just need to be prepared because you might be the next person that's yeah. that god wants to use in a leadership position so that he can carry his flock to his kingdom yeah Li- like literally what we have to keep in mind is that we are the lighthouses of his kingdom yeah so we are yeah. we are supposed Light to it up, honey. sit I mean, yeah seriously but like literally we are supposed to bring people into the kingdom Mm -hmm. and i feel like for so long the kingdom has always looked the same it it has mm -hmm. and i feel like now like god is like okay it's time it's time to switch some things up but he had to he had to do certain things and i mean that's the unfortunate he had for it's unfortunate for us because it's uncomfortable that's what i'm saying but he had he had to do some certain things and move things certain ways so that he can literally uh, infiltrate what it is that he needs so that his kingdom can be um established yeah i think um that's why it's so important and this is i'm talking to y'all that's listening that us for all to use our platforms like with save girl secrets right now we're using our platforms if you feel like that like because i know it's very uncomfortable right now it's uncomfortable conversations it's uncomfortable feelings it's feelings of like i literally last week i was like okay i'm seeing all these spiritual leaders saying this thing about i'm like did god talk to all y'all because he's talking to several different conversations. <laughs> like, did he talk to all of y'all and y'all unified and this, like, and y'all supposed to be like leaders that we look up to? Did he talk to all of y'all? And I'm like, you know, it's like this conflicting thing in your head. And I'm like, no, nah, because my spirit not settling with that. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't feel right about that. Especially me as a black woman in America, you know, married to a black man. I don't, like, you, you talking about abortion, but what about this black life? You know, because um, that's innocent blood too. Exactly. Amar Arbery was innocent blood exactly. too. Exactly. And like, George Floyd was innocent blood too. Exactly. So I'm just saying, if we talking about innocent blood being spilled, there's a lot of black people who were killed for doing. Let me tell you nothing. You know what I just got? <laughs> people, people who may not have a knowledge of of God, that's innocent blood too. Exactly. That's spiritual blood because you're now you're now infiltrating mm. it with negative thoughts negative opinions exactly. about the church that's innocent blood that's as well innocent yep. blood. so my thing is all of us whether your platform is big small whatever have those conversations show that love show the true love of god because it's a lot the, the water is muddy right now and yeah. we need to we need to clean it it's very muddy and there are if mm. if there is no one because I feel like the, the the habit that we have in the church is we wait for the big spiritual leaders to say something. A lot of them ain't saying nothing. And sometimes they don't even be waiting. They be in the comments like, when you going to say something? When you going to say something? Yeah. They, yeah. But then some people still don't say nothing. And the truth is, what you really should be doing is in your words saying, God, what are you saying to me? Exactly. Yeah. And that's my point. 
we use use your platforms whether it be like i said big or small it does not matter you do not need the biggest church you do not need the biggest following you do not need the biggest social media whatever it could be two three of your friends that you having a conversation with and you're giving them true understanding of god true understanding of christ his love what he died for us like how he died, why he died, what, why his blood was spilled for us. So have those conversations because what's going on right now and what's being highlighted, that is the enemy trying, trying to muddy the water even more. And it's turning people away. Like I feel like we said earlier, I feel for those people who like, especially like baby Christians or whatnot, and they don't truly have an understanding. They're sitting there lonely. First of all, we're all separated. Like you said, we at home. Yeah. We can't go to church and have these conversations. We can't go to small groups or whatnot and have these conversations and, you know, let things out. So you at home and you're trying to figure out what's going on or this spiritual leader that I looked up to for years, 20 years yeah. since some saying some crazy stuff. And you're like, okay, Lord, what, what, yeah. you know, so have those conversations. That's why I appreciate, man. I appreciate the conversations I've had with my, my husband, my dad, especially this week. Like it's, just, it's a lot. It's, it's heavy. And I am a person that I absorb those things and I have to be very mindful because I, I feel it. And I, I like, I've, I've had so much like sympathy and just like it just honestly it makes you want to cry because yeah. you're like lord why like why i, I don't want to see people hurt i don't want to people to feel and and thinking that god doesn't love them and that they don't matter because that's what you you saying these things on this pulpit that's what it's making me feel like like I said, my black skin, because you ain't saying nothing about my black skin. You jumping over hoops and ladders talking about abortion. That, that, that's the main thing, abortion. And I'm like, that's not the only thing, though. What about all those black people that have been dying for maybe years? That's, maybe that's why she Woo. mentioned the uh, angels from Africa to bring in the black people. <laughs> I don't know what she meant. I don't know what <laughs> she was thinking. But I'm like, what, what, about, what about the young men that have died in the last week? Or p police officers continuing to get um, just a slap on the wrist for killing somebody. Yeah. Like, what, what about that? But we're not talking about that. For me, I, I honestly feel like, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm canceling. Um, yeah, because I, I don't cancel anybody. I don't cancel, I'm just going to yeah, pray for them. I, I'm, yeah, I'm not, I'm not I might canceling not listen them. to them, but we're going to pray. Well, I, I wasn't, I wasn't like, I, you know, I didn't really. Um, an avid listener. Yeah, I wasn't, a, yeah, I wasn't, absolutely not. But for me, it was like I, I honestly had wish, especially when they had well, she had the opportunity to kind of come back and address give an account. Yeah, give an account of what she said. Um, I didn't. I wouldn't have seen anything wrong if she would have said, "Hey, at that particular moment, you all know that this is my problem with the church. It's the lack of honesty, right? Because for me, it's like if you had said, "Hey, guys, um, you already know that I am an avid supporter of Trump. That's being honest number one. We already know that." You, I mean, what's wrong with you saying that? We already know that you are an avid um, uh, individual who supports Trump. Okay, you're an advocate for Trump. If you had said that, that would have been okay. And then if you would have followed up to say, hey, when I was praying, you know, at that particular moment, I apologize. That's all you had to say was I apologize for the way that came across. 
I apologize for not what she you said. If it offended anyone. If it offended anyone. I, I mean, those things, if she had uttered those words, that to me would have been more accepting than for you saying you have my number. You have my number. You have my number. I have over you know six thousand. That, that says that she does. She doesn't feel bad about right. it. Right. Absolutely. I don't want anybody to apologize for something that no, they no, made. No, 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 no. Or I don't either. Yeah. I don't want. I don't want. I don't want you to feel forced to do. She did what she what yeah, she wanted she to did. do, and I appreciate that. But I'm saying for me, that's what was what was most hurtful. It wasn't the fact that she was calling angels from Africa because when you did that, I said, well, okay. She I'm needs like, to pick up her word. It was, like, it was laughable. Yeah. Right. I was like, all right. Okay, cool. But then I was like, okay, when well, you had the opportunity to get it right, because we get it wrong. I mean, there are times I get it wrong. You know, I'm not going to say that I, I I'm, I definitely get it wrong for sure. Don't count on me to get it right, because I'm probably going to get it wrong. But I, I, that's why the Lord established apologies, you know, so that I can be honest to say, hey, I'm sorry that I did that. And Thank you for calling it out. Thank you for bringing it to my attention because I I miss I missed that. I didn't I didn't know that that was what I was the impression that I was giving off. And I apologize for that. And I'm going to pray that I can do better about that. Mm -hmm. That to me, that that to me is more accepting than just the arrogance and the lack of humility and the boisterousness. And it's just to me, I just that really did rub me the wrong way. Um, and it's not just her. Like I said, I'm not I'm not me personally, as I'm speaking here on this mic, it's not just Paula White. Like I've heard a lot from Kenneth Copeland that has really rubbed me the wrong way this past couple. And I don't I, for me personally, I don't mind calling out names. It's not like and I don't I ain't got no beef. With no, I don't, I don't have I don't do the stuff like that. But I'm just telling you from the things that I've seen on, on social media. And it's not it's not just Instagram that I'm talking about. I've actually looked, especially Kenneth Copeland. I've looked this man up. I've seen some videos that have That's been what, really. When I said we were looking at videos and it was like a so-called prophecy. It was like an hour long video. But they were talking about blood moons and numbers and all that type of stuff. And I'm sitting there like, I don't hear none about God in this. Yeah, it was, it was very. He, he said some things. Um, and I like I said, people perish because of lack of knowledge. I encourage you to do your own personal research. I'm not going to be the one telling you what I saw that disturbed me because then I feel like I'm doing the same thing that they did. Mm -hmm. But I, I would encourage you to look up things yourselves mm -hmm. um, if that's what you're interested to do. Yeah. But there were videos that I looked at regarding him that literally made me ob observe some things and look at some things differently. And I will say he wasn't an individual too that I was following, but it's like, all right, I kind of see the way you move. I'm, I'm glad God has revealed that. And to me, I can only speak for me and um, I'm going to proceed accordingly. Mm -hmm. So um, I just, I just as people in the faith, that's what I encourage you to do. I encourage you to be your own little professors mm -hmm. in the word and invest, literally invest in the knowledge that God is trying to give to you. Literally, like we said, we've said on previous podcasts that the Lord says he stands at the door and knock. And so all you have to do is literally open the door. God is willing to show you everything that he needs to show you concerning you. Yeah. So all you have to do is just have the heart of expectancy, the heart to listen, the passion to listen. And I promise you, um, especially people who may not have started into this, into this when you start literally getting into the word and investigating the word for your personal selves and God starts revealing things to you when I tell you it is a beautiful experience I, it's something I cannot explain it's something I cannot put to words but it is definitely something that I tell you I have feel I have felt and I felt um 
consistently. It's like a high that never leaves. You know, sometimes people say when they when they're smoking weed or whatever, they're looking for the same high that they had that initial time. For me, it's like I get that initial high that I've had when over I invested. When, right when I when I literally connected myself with Christ, I get it over, like you said, over mm-hmm. and over and over and over again. But it takes a drawing of of my spirit to God, and you know when you empty, you mm-hmm. can feel it. Like it's it's a real thing, guys. Y'all know when y'all empty, but you choose to ignore it or you choose to put things ahead of it and it's like you have to continue to fill your tank um it was um something i said to our shift squad and i was comparing it to success but i I think it's it's also um applicable to your spirit as well it's like imagine being on an airplane and when you think about an airplane there's velocity that has to start and then once it takes off into the air it just soars and so but sometimes when when the gas is getting short you have to come back down and you have to fill yourself back up and then you increase that velocity again and then you're soaring again I feel like a lot of times that is us in our faith sometimes that's us in our in our road to success as well but you have to make sure that you're filled so that when it's time for you to soar you could soar and you could be great at it mm-hmm. but you have to just draw draw near to God ask God to what we say increase your appetite in mm-hmm. him and literally God will bring things full circle I'm gonna be quiet <laughs> <laughs> you good you good um okay so we're gonna take a quick break like super quick we're gonna come back with a scripture and then we out <laughs> saved girl secrets is brought to you in part by the hair razor hair and skin oil Visit www.thehairraiser.com for more info. All right, ladies, we are back. Denise, you about to preach to us real quick? Feed her. Yes. <laughs> so, I mean, y'all touched on a, a really good topics. And our church, you know, we stand on the scripture, but it's still a good scripture. Mm-hmm. Proverbs 4, I'm going to start at verse 6 and 7. It says, don't turn your back on wisdom, for she will protect you. Love her. She will guard you. Getting wisdom is the wisest thing you can do. And whatever else you do, develop good judgment. Um, and I think that just goes back to what, what you were version saying. was that? This is the New Living Translation. That's dope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's also some other translations, but my girl Lauren said, you got to do your due diligence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we'll honor it, but we ain't going to do it for you and read some other translations. <laughs> read your word. Oh, and another nugget I wanted to drop in because, of course, I have the journals. But for me, when I study, if there's a word that I really can't get or I don't understand, I will look it up in the Hebrew or the Greek which was the original translation of the Bible Mm. to see what that meaning was and whenever I started doing that everything just hit different it took a little more effort and sometimes it's annoying and it's frustrating because it's like am I saying this right is this right but for so many words you know scriptures I was able to stand on them and get a deeper revelation because I looked at the original translation you know it's crazy Um, if you put the word in Google it'll actually translate it for for you and it'll pronunciate it for For you you. so you can be out here speaking Hebrew Meaning the words, though. Yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. It's all them Jehovah's Jehovah, Jaira, Jehovah, Jehovah, Jehovah. Shallow. Yes. No, you better know your word. Okay. It's so interesting. Like, and then we gonna get out of here. I don't want to be extra deep, but like, 
it's so interesting how like just speaking the word activate something inside of you mm-hmm. like you could be having the worst day and you just start <laughs> spewing out scriptures like mm-hmm. you know and it and it does something to you yeah and it's so weird because i think sometimes sometimes like people who aren't christian are like man i don't you know you know that and it's like i i can't tell you what to do or how it how it does what it does make some affirmations girl you know but i I can only speak for myself Mm -hmm. and there's something about you know there's there i do have affirmations so there's mornings where i'll be like i am no i'm saying for the people who don't believe because you know they say affirmations and right they don't say they don't say confessions but even even that is you know god gave humanity the ability to speak things that be not as though they were Mm -hmm. so there are people who are not christian who are by the power and authority of merely being a human operate in the grace that God has left in the earth. It just means they ain't going to heaven because they don't believe on Jesus. Mm-hmm. But it's it's but it's it's crazy to me how, you know, the word says that God so loved the world that it's not even God so loved Christians like God loved humanity enough that he said, I'm going to give you the ability to speak things that be not as though they were. Yeah. And they come to pass whether you believe on Jesus or not. And there's some people who don't agree with that. But I, based on the word that I have read, I believe that's something that God gave to humanity. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says, if you believe on Jesus, then you will be saved. But I think a lot of the things that we call confessions, other people call affirmations, is igniting something in the atmosphere that responds to your voice mm-hmm. because that's what God gave to humanity. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm done. Off my soapbox. <laughs> um, all right, ladies and gents, because we do have male listeners as well. Um, Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I pray that we pray that this um, this particular podcast brought you peace, especially if you are having a lot of questions right now, because the past, you know, I guess it's almost two weeks by the time you guys hear this. It's been quite interesting. So um, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, if you guys want us to elaborate more on certain things, uh, concerning this particular topic because it's not over um it is definitely not over i was literally just looking on my phone and they're doing a recount in georgia by hand that's what they're proposing what? and i'm like but for why even if but georgia, for why? <laughs> even if georgia flipped like you still don't have enough electoral georgia votes. georgia came back in like they completed it no they're they're trying to do a recount by hand because they don't believe that we're blue. Yeah, we, we ain't gonna get into that. Yeah. Y'all have a blessed one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I will say this: When is the runoff in Georgia? Uh, this is for all our Georgia listeners in particular. I think January fifth. January fifth. Start early voting. You December eighth. Yeah, you can start early voting December eighth. Make sure. Um, I early start. voting. I think. I think starts on the fourteenth for the Senate here mm-hmm. in, in Georgia. It starts. Oh, actually, you know what? You can request your absentee, it does. absentee it ballot, yeah. ballot it is, by the eighth. Yeah. It is that Monday because I am going on my honeymoon and I said before I get on my flight, I am going to vote. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. It is imperative. Do do your due diligence um, in Georgia. Uh, let's do what we need to do with this runoff. Um, I'm not going to say who to vote for. Go with God. Go with your peace and, you know, go with the Holy Spirit. Uh, we love you guys so much. Thank you for tuning in. If you literally. have any questions, comments, concerns, what's up? Go ahead. I was just going to say literally love and peace. Guys. Um, <laughs> yeah, questions. I was going to say shout out to Clayco, Fulton County, and Cobb County. Hey, Only yeah, no, County. Alone. I was so surprised about <laughs> Cobb County. I was like, oh, look at this. Okay. I know, I know, Florida was red, but Jacksonville did their part. Jacksonville, Tampa, Duval, stand up. 
Yeah, Jack, it was it was Miami. The, it was the important parts of Dane Florida. County, Lord. Duval County. Y'all I'm gonna change my address. I'm still voting in Cobb, so you know. <laughs> the important parts of Florida. Right. So but yeah, um, any questions, comments, concerns, please email us at savegirlsecrets at gmail.com. I will say this disclaimer though. We don't debate, so don't come in our inbox with no mess. Okay. Love y'all. Bye. <laughs> God bless you. So make sure and follow Bye. us at Save Girl Secrets. Follow us on Cool Save Chicks TV. Love y'all. Like they said, good God bless y'all. Bye. 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 Bye.